Kia ora, I'm Tim McCready and this is Too Much Talk, a podcast from Onihanga FM. Way back in 1893, Elizabeth Yates became mayor of Onihanga and the first female mayor in the British Empire. She famously said, There is in both borough councils and in parliament too a great deal too much talk. Over the coming weeks, we'll be cutting through the talk and chatting with candidates and commentators ahead of the local body election about their vision for Onihanga and the surrounding suburbs. In this episode, I'm chatting with Alec Tang, who must be one of Auckland's most well-known cyclists, thanks to the videos he shares on social media showing the good and the bad of Auckland streets. He is also Director of Sustainability at Kaingaora, where he oversees the delivery of the organisation's climate change and sustainability aspirations. Kia ora, Alec. Thanks for being with us today as one of Onihanga's most famous uh, biking advocates. Can I say that? Is that do you think it's fair? Uh, you, you can probably say that. You said it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great to have you on the podcast. For, for anyone that doesn't follow you on social media, they, they may not be uh, so familiar with you. But um, but certainly, I see uh, often you put some some great posts about the good and the bad of um, of cycling in, in Tamaki Makoto. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I do, I do enjoy getting out on two wheels, and and I have uh, have some good and bad experiences of doing that, and I and I love to to share that, um, both to kind of stimulate a bit of conversation and to try and raise awareness of of, of what's what's going on on our streets. Mm, mm. And someone, the, the reason I'm I'm quite keen to 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 have you on this this podcast is is for someone you know I don't bike in the in the city at all really, which goes yeah. goes back to a, my brother had an accident when I was younger on a bike. He's, he was okay, but it kind of put me off. That was on Mount Smart Road yeah. actually. Oh yeah, kind of put me off um put me off cycling. Um, but but could you tell us a little bit about what it, what it's like commuting uh, from because you you reside in Onihanga right and in, yeah yeah yeah. From so there. so what, what's that like? It's. I mean, I live just south of the uh, Rollout Roundabout. <laughs> That's mm. for, uh, a, an interesting intersection. Um, those. I mean, most people will, will probably know that there's very little cycle infrastructure in and around Onihanga. There's there's one green strip up uh, up the mall, and that's about it. So you, you you're effectively thrust out onto the road. Um, for most of wherever you want to go, there's some fun stuff down on the waterfront, um, down towards Mangere. Um, there's a ridiculous hill up towards Hillsborough, <laughs> um, which mm. you can do, but mostly you're on the road, which is, um, yeah, a- an interesting experience. Um, if, if I say, like, I, I actually think over the last few years, it's, it's got a, got better. There seems to be a bit more awareness on the road that there are more and more people riding around, um, not just Onihanga, but, but, but Auckland generally, which and is really cool. Is that better from, you know, from the drivers and the cars, yeah, but, yeah, also, yeah. but also the infrastructure, you mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, um, I mean, the two go hand in hand. There's, um, there's more awareness from the drivers that, that there are people on bikes and there are more people on bikes because there is generally better infrastructure around different parts of the city, um, which, mm. which is encouraging people to get out there, which is really, really important. Yeah, but but that said, I mean, I know from the, the a lot of the, the videos and things that you, you put on online, there are still some you know you, you face some pretty challenging situations on the on the roads, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's it's um yeah it it it, it can be challenging. Um, I, I'd like to think that a lot of it is just a lack of awareness versus malice. Um, but it, it is it is um yeah sometimes difficult, particularly when there's more and more when when there are lots of cars. So you know if you're if you're riding around, particularly in rush hour. Um, it can be a little bit hairy <laughs> when you get mm. some busy, busy old intersections, particularly those large ones, which which really are, are very um, oriented towards moving cars quickly through. Um, so yeah, so it can be can be difficult, um, can be tricky to to try and um, get from A to B safely. 
Yeah, and it's not it's not only those in cars, right? Like I've I've seen I know that you've had a couple of encounters with um the buses as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I think it often feels a lot, a lot hairier when there's a big, big, you know, multi-ton bus or truck or something coming past, maybe a little bit too closely or, or overtaking and, 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 and maybe pulling a little bit too early for, for, for my comfort. Um, so yeah, it's not, it definitely isn't just cars. Um, it's, it's all kinds of vehicles. And, and I suppose it goes back to the need to, to, to share those, those road spaces a lot more carefully from, from all road users, really. Yeah, yeah. I know that you're you're often out and about with your with your your kids on the weekend yeah. um, on 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 bikes. What 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 parts of are there any particular parts of any hunger that are particularly good to to go to with them? Uh, yeah, I, I mean down on the, like I said down on the waterfront is great. Yeah. Um, to my, uh, Tomanu Reserve and takes you out to Waikaraka Park. Um, there's actually some really nice um, nice paths along there. Um, obviously up to up to Cornwall Park and your Kia um, it's a bit of a hill, <laughs> so yeah. you know, for the little the little kids, they 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 generally can get up there, but but it takes a little bit of a push. But but there's yeah. there's that, and then there's also um, Mont Cecilia Park uh, actually from from our side because we're over by um by Trafalgar Street. That's that's actually quite nice to to get up and around there yeah, as that's well. A, a fantastic so, spot. Yeah, so there's lots of really cool places that you can get around. It's just kind of getting from where you are to those places can sometimes be a little bit trickier. Yeah, and I want to ask you about this because you mentioned uh, the Royal Oak Roundabout, right? And yeah. um, and obviously, if you live uh, just south of that and you want to get to, let's just say, uh, Monga Keke or Kumo Park, how do you cope with that with, with kids? Yeah, so, so literally to get to Monga um, Keke from, from where we are, we'd actually go sideways to uh, Onihanga Mall and up Onihanga Mall. So we'd try and bypass the whole roundabout itself. Um, oh, yeah, quite a steep... Um, quite a steep uh, route <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit of a steep one there's a couple of dog legs to try and get up there but um but yeah with, with the little ones it's um unless we're heading to school so my kids are at Rolex primary unless we're going up that way then we try and avoid the roundabout um even um and, and kind of use some of the some of the side routes really yeah yeah i'm keen to hear from you uh, obviously we're going to be talking to some of the, the candidates um mm. In the upcoming episodes, and I just wonder if you, you know, you 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 travel right across Auckland. Uh, how does sort of Onihanga and and the surrounding yeah. suburbs compare to other parts of Auckland in terms of that sort of safe cycling infrastructure? I know you said yeah. you don't have a lot, right? No, I I, I mean we have very very little um, a, a, any kind of infrastructure, uh, you know, and and that means just green paint. Like I said, I think I think literally Onihanga Mall is the only real kind of on-road cycleway going and which is a real travesty because because Onihanga is a fantastic location and a fantastic place where we're seeing lots of development we're going to see more and more development we're going to see more and more people here and and one of the things that you see in other parts of the city is that there's an understanding that with more and more people in these kinds of locations you just can't move around the same way that you have done previously. So, um, I mean, you look out towards some of the large developments over in Mount Roskill where you're, you're putting in 4,000-odd homes. You literally can't put 4,000 more vehicles around Dominion Road and so on. And, and a similar story here, if you have more and more development, people just can't move around in, uh, in cars the same way. And so you need to use things like walking, cycling, public transport to get around. But But people won't do that unless they feel safe and feel secure in doing that and and i think that's um that's one of the um 
big issues I feel for us here in the neighborhood is to go, well, you know, not just getting around, but, you know, looking at all the schools there are and the kids wanting to get to school, you've got, mm. you know, three around me and then you've got, you know, Onihanga Primary and you've got, you know, if you do a Scattergan map of schools in the area, there are so many and so many opportunities for, for kids uh, to get around by bike if there was more safe, secure um, routes for them to, to take. So, with um, the growth of neighbourhoods like Onihunga, but the city generally, we need to be providing for these different ways of moving around much, much better. Otherwise, um, we're just going to end up in traffic jams all the time. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and similar for public transport as well, right? Like we need yep. to we need to look at, yep. at how how we can get people into different modes of transport. Yeah, especially because you know with the with New Zealand's net zero carbon target. Yep. Uh, and and with something like something crazy like forty seven percent of our emissions are, are from transport, right? So yep. we need yep. to huge yeah. amount, and all, and I think um, there's about thirty of that. You know, thirty something percent is is uh, light commercial uh, light vehicles, so so cars and and so on. The other thing, I mean, when you talk about public transport, and this is one of those issues that often we forget, is is actually that cross-boundary nature of transport and some of the challenges as uh, as local body politics is you, you're very local or you think you're very local, but actually, you know, it's really critical. You know, there isn't a wall around the Manukiakia Tamaki ward and actually that connectivity between local boards and between ward councillors is actually really crucial because you've got this great example um, if you head, uh, which way we go? We head towards Hillsborough Mount Ross School. There's been a huge amount of investment over there in safer routes and, and whether they're like shared paths or on, on, on road routes. And then it just stops. It just kind of stops at Mont Cecilia and there's nothing on this side really. Um, and that obviously, you know, you don't just limit yourself to that the surrounding neighborhood and then it becomes really difficult for people wanting to go further. So, so I think that connectivity, whether it's walking, cycling, whether it's good PT links and, and Onihunga should have some, I mean, it has some, you know, great kind of, um, you know, the, the, the 30 rapid route into the city, you know, the train line was, was great, uh, is great. I mean, um, there's obviously some challenges with it stopping in, in new market, but actually, um, you know, I've lived in the UK, I'm sure many others have, you know, changing, changing modes or changing trains halfway through your trip it isn't, shouldn't be a, a difficult thing as long as the sequencing works and, and, and there's a, you know, there's a good, good service. Um, so yeah. yeah, so getting around, um, this is a you know, fantastic geography part of the city to be able to get around to different parts of, um, of Auckland. Yeah. Just, Thinking back to that conversation we had about emissions, um, do you notice yeah. that kind of when you're sort of slogging it up Manukau Road, <laughs> you know, heading to the city? Do you, you must you must notice yeah. the, uh, the, the yeah yeah, yeah. oh you, you you can tell like um and and this is I mean part 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 of the reason there's, there's a couple of reasons I I normally when I ride so I ride into Newmarket pretty much uh, well whenever whenever I go go to work and I'll often go through Cornwall Park I'll actually deviate right round. Um, because if you've, you know, going down Manico Road on a, on a, on a, on a rush hour, you, you're basically sucking in fumes, whether that's cars or, or behind it or stuck behind a bus or something. It's, it's mm. pretty, pretty, pretty nasty. Um, it's, albeit slightly warm if it's a cold day. <laughs> it can yeah, be, yeah, right. <laughs> it warms that behind a bus. But yeah, you, you definitely see and you know that volume of traffic and, and, and whether it's whether it's greenhouse gas emissions or or, or or often from that perspective it's like particulates and it's it's you know it's kind of um, air pollution it's kind of the whole 
I don't know. I, I don't know if you've lived in the UK, um, Tim, but yeah, you know yeah. when you're in the tube and you come out the tube and you've got the gunky, gunky, gunky yeah, snot. Forgotten. I'd actually forgotten about <laughs> that. Yeah, that's right. yeah. It's quite, it's quite it's terrifying. Good, when that yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of like that. I mean, often we think, uh, and we're lucky here in in Aotearoa, You know, it's it kind of your air quality seems quite good, but actually some of the stuff that you're seeing now about, particularly downtown. Um, Auckland off Queen Street and, and, and further around air quality. Actually, I think there was a report recently just highlighted that actually our air quality isn't as good as we all think it is. And part of yeah. that is obviously vehicles and, 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 and emissions. Um, and, and the other thing just, just to, just to put out there is that, um, it's not just air, air emissions. I, I don't know how often you, you know, after a, after a dry patch and then it rains, you see the road and it's all like, or you get this oily sheen on the road because actually that's yeah. you know a bunch of oils and 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 the latest is kind of brake pads wearing and there's lots of stuff that comes off off cars and and like you said when you when you're on your bike when you're not surrounded by this metal cage you see all of that and you feel yeah. all of that in terms of and that broader pollution that's coming off our, our, our cars and onto our roads and, and effectively straight out to out to the water out to the sea. Yeah, it's so easy to be blissfully unaware of all of yeah. that, right? But it's, <laughs> yeah, but, it, yeah. <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask you also, and, and I'm not sure if you have an opinion on this because I know you live sort of geographically away uh, somewhat, but but the, the, that sort of experiment uh, that happened in the uh, around Arthur Street with, yep. the, with the plywood roadblocks, um, <laughs> yes. massively divisive, especially with yep. people that live around there. W- what are your thoughts on initiatives like that? Do you think that's oh, something that, that we should be thinking more yeah. about? I think we have to. Uh, fundamentally, like I said earlier, we, we can't um, move around the city or our neighbour. We can't do it the same way that we have done. Um, just um, let alone carbon emissions, let alone all that pollution, but just sheer volume of people moving around. We can't do it the same way. We have to use our streets differently. Um, the Arthur Gray low traffic area, um, you know, was... Good in terms of it, it sparked a lot of debate. The way that debate happened was really poor. Was re- yeah. and that's that's really challenging and a big challenge for us as we hit these really um, gnarly issues because because fundamentally um, that change requires us all to think differently about you know our behaviours, what what our priorities are, and all that kind of stuff. So so those kinds of trials and it's kind of this tactical urbanism are really important to test these things and to go. What does it feel like? What does it look like? Because often we go, oh, we don't like this and we can't experience it. And, and you mm. kind of actually need to experience the bad, but also the good. And, and you know, and the, the, the challenge with, well, my, my view on the challenge of that, 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 that trial was how we had that debate was, was not, not constructive. It, it played out on social media. It played out really negatively. And, and that's kind of, you know, the, the want of social media almost. And it didn't allow for people to go, Oh, actually, I do have a perspective, and it you know there's some good bits, there's some bad bits, but we never really heard the good bits because it was it was crowded out by some really really strong um, sentiment, and and mm. I think I think that's the challenging bit. We we definitely need to do more of that, you know, trialing and 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 and, and reusing that road space, moving it away from like just you know storing cars or moving cars. But how we do that and how we engage people around those issues, it has to change. We, we can't do it the same way that we, we did that. We've got to learn from both uh, um, the platforms that we use, but also how we do that engagement through time. And, and I know the team um, who were doing that, you know, there was, a, there was an effort to go, hey, let's take on board feedback. Let's, t- let's change it. Let's trial it. Um, didn't quite work. Uh, and I think that that's really key. The, the, the one final thing that I'd throw in there is, 
some of the challenges and some of the the issues we saw of of, of that trial was not surprising. Um, I mean, fundamentally, mm. you took a piece of the neighborhood and you changed it, but you didn't change anything else around it. And this goes back to my comment about systems. So, yeah. so you know, people were still driving through that area or trying to drive through that area from one place to another. We didn't change. We didn't. We didn't increase public transport provision. We didn't. We didn't change anything else. So you still had the same amount of people trying to get around the. You know that kind of part of Onihanga. Or, or through that part of Onihanga in the same way that had, but obviously had fewer streets to it. So you're always going to get more traffic. And so I think that's that's one of the things that I would I would definitely encourage people to think about. When we we all have an opinion on transport, and we always think about it in a in a locality, a very small piece. But actually, it, it's not that small. It's all interlinked, and and you can't just shift one thing and think that it's going to solve everything. You actually have to look at all these other aspects as well. So that was, you know, that was unsurprising that that would happen and perhaps you know thinking through well what are the other things that need to shift as well for this kind of trial or this kind of shift in our road space to be successful you know that has to happen which mm. which is which is complicated as it you know but but it but but we're just going to fail if we don't think about these other elements as well yeah, some really good points in there, and I am uh, looking forward to exploring this in a little bit more detail with the uh, with the local board that was involved in, yeah. in sort of the decision making there, and also with uh, you know what what might we do next. I would hate to see that that trial leads us to being really scared of doing anything else because, like I said, we can't we can't just stick, we, we can't just be static. We can't just just ignore the fact that the world is changing, the fact that us you know our neighbourhoods getting more intense. We just can't ignore it. We've got to do something around it, and. And you know we, we we actually have to think about um, not just carbon and whatnot, but but safety and security. So um, one of the things I don't know if you saw, but I was down in down in Ototahi, down in Christchurch on on Wednesday last week. Rode past one of the high schools there, and they put the you know the the the, the, the council there has put a huge amount of um, investment into cycleways, and and I rode past the school at going out time. And there were like kids on bikes walking, you know, happily, confidently, just going to and from school. Parents don't need to pick them up; they just know that they're going to get there. Uh, and then on Friday, I came rode home similar time. It was going out time, and there were just um, cars everywhere. Um, and it was not a not a pleasant environment for for me to ride in, but for kids to get to and from school in, mm. and and that's just not sustainable in any sense of the imagination. And 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 it's going to get worse because we know, as I said, there's going to be more and more people here, more and more kids going to school. Yep. And yep. and and actually, I feel like we've been, I mean, fairly fortunate that we haven't seen more incidents and more issues, you know, with that amount of. Um, car traffic around, particularly around our schools. So, so I would hate to think that the experiences of um, the Arthur Gray low traffic area um, stops us from doing things. Now, now, obviously, we need to do do it differently, but 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 we can't not, you know, rethink our streets because they just really aren't working. Anyone who thinks that our streets are working now is is fooling themselves, yeah. and that we really need to we really need to change what what you know how we use that space. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think, um, yeah, anyone that thinks that the streets are working well should jump on your um, onto your Twitter account and just take a look at some of your experiences day to day. Now, that's yeah. that's been a fantastic conversation. I think you've given us uh, quite a few interesting things that we'll raise with um, with the candidates. Wanted to finish just changing tack entirely and and finish with a question that uh, that I'm asking all of our guests on this podcast. Could you tell us one of your favorite places in Onihanga and why you love it? Oh wow! Oh, yeah, great, great question. I I genuinely. Um, 
I, actually, I tell you what, I I, I really I, I love Tomani Reserve. So the the new new bit of water down 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 at the front uh, uh, down by the water, but actually, you know, there's a couple of those bridges, um, and I think actually there's one down down this end um, that that takes you across the motorway, over the motorway, and onto the water, and it's those those bits where you're gonna go past, you know, this big massive concrete and structure and then you and then you pop over the other side so those i love the little bridges where you just kind of go from town into into the water environment uh and so yeah so down there is my my favorite bit um particularly around um particularly around uh sunset if you can get it right and you can and you can hop over there and then you come around the corner and you can see the sun setting over the over the manako harbor i'm really looking forward to that the the new mangari um the old new new old old mangari bridge um, I I think it's opening next week, hey, and I mm. want to try and sneak over at some point. But yeah, down there yeah. is great. Love yeah, it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and I think it's those it's those kinds of places that kind of kept us all sane during the, uh, the yeah. last couple of years, 100%. right? Like those, those awesome outdoor areas. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, thanks. Thanks again so much for joining us. Um, and thanks for your insights and uh, and safe travels out there. No worries, Tim. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends and your neighbours. And make sure to connect with me on social media. I'm Tim underscore McCready on both Twitter and Instagram, and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks also to my producer, Josh Couch, who dreamed up Onihanga FM to bring hyper-local content to the residents of Onihanga and surrounding suburbs. I'll be back with the next episode soon. And don't forget to vote. Voting closes on the 8th of October.